Before we start today's episode of Zillennial Canon, we just wanted to let you know that there's a link in our description to some friends of the pod, including Adam's second podcast, Aggressively Okay, that he hosts with Joe, Back to Back, Seltzercast, and a few others that we know you'll enjoy. Thanks for supporting us, and we hope you enjoyed this episode. Hi, Zcam. Uh, this is Erin, your elder millennial correspondent, um, and I wanted to call in and talk about Ben Folds. I was a huge Ben Folds fan in high school, uh, also Ben Folds 5, which was his band in the 90s, like pre-solo Ben Folds. Um, and specifically, I know you guys are talking about Over the Hedge, Rock in the Suburbs, uh, the song, uh, first of all, is on an album called Rock in the Suburbs, and that came out on 9-11. Um, that feels like Zillennial canon. And uh, the rest of the album is horrifically sad. Um, and also, uh, Rock in the Suburbs album was, uh, I'm sorry, Rock in the Suburbs video was directed by Weird Al Yankovic. Uh, it's considered a comedy rock song, which I think is really funny because the rest of uh, Rock in the Suburbs parentheses album is very sad. Uh, so, yeah, he's just a, he's just a guy with glasses that bangs on a piano. Um, I could send some recommendations, but I don't think he's a necessary part of music canon. He is a necessary part of the Zillennial canon, rocking the suburbs from over the heads. Okay, love you. Bye. Can I hear your um, Lightning McQueen car that you're using as a fidget spinner, Adam? Yeah, we yeah. can hear it. This is ASMR. It's the it's the wheels of glory just going off. <laughs> Hi, everybody. <laughs> Welcome back to the other side of the hedge, rock in the suburbs. This is Zillennial Cannon. I'm Kira. And I'm Adam. And... Uh... Brain rot. Smooth brain vibes. I have a soft brain this weekend because I watched Over the Hedge and I feel very good about it. I mean, yeah. So, Adam, why did you, do you want to just jump right into it? Why did you pick this movie this week? Well, I gave you a list of um, a few movies. I don't want to reveal them because I feel like we'll probably cover them this year. I want to leave some illusion. Yeah, definitely. Um, but I will say that all, what, like six or seven of them? Um, they all have a very, a very similar correlation of smooth brain cinema. Mm-hmm, um, and... I was torn between this and bef- and between the like weird um, Disney movie. If you know which one, I'm Kira. I don't even remember two minutes ago. All right, <laughs> okay. I don't remember what I. Well, I... we're probably gonna do it soon, so I won't spoil it. Yeah, you're right. I'm gonna um. I'm looking back now. Uh, oh, yeah, because I saw the the Disney movie that you're talking. This means nothing to the listeners, so I'm just going to go off for a second. That was on <laughs> Freeform this weekend, and I watched like five minutes of it. That's why I brought it up. And I was like, wow, this movie is amazing. It's pretty good. Um, it's pretty fucking great. Like, it, yeah. it's, it's really good. Um, watch it. But that's not what we watched this week. That's not what we watched. We watched Over the Hedge, a movie that I own for some reason. Uh, yeah, same. So I didn't have to... Uh, go on some illegal uh, i mean i'm just kidding I, i've never done it's that on, on the pod. yeah oh, on hbo right mm-hmm. um 
No, but I own it. So I watched uh, the DVD of Over the Hedge today. Um, Just regressing back to like popping in the Over the Hedge DVD after school. (laughs) That's literally where my mental state is at right now. I think um, it was kind of funny because I love when you pop in like an old DVD and you watch the trailers before the DVD. Mm -hmm. What trailers were on this DVD? uh, Flushed Away. Mm-hmm. Shrek the third. I was actually okay. Maybe this is too much information. Sorry to cut in really quick, but okay. so Adam and I always like go to the bathroom before we record. Um, and Adam was like, "Okay, I'm going to the bathroom, and then like we'll start." And then I was like, "But I'm in the bathroom." And then he's like, "Okay, call whenever." And then I was gonna send you a flushed away gift to like be like, "Oh, I'm I'm done. I'm coming. I'm on my way." <laughs> but I didn't. Okay, go on. Shrek the Third. Oh, no, I was going to say that um, I'm pretty sure there's a Shrek the Third one, but I definitely remember watching the uh, Over the Hedge, no, not Over the Hedge, a fucking Clushed Away uh, thing. And mm-hmm. um, I don't know, like, this movie is very 2006. Like, it has a very 2006 yeah. DVD screen menu. It has a very 2006 everything. Like The cast... The, the cast- soundtrack? Why the fuck did Ben Folds do the whole soundtrack? So, um... <laughs> Can we get yeah. some Ben Folds fans to call in? Do we have any listeners that are Ben Folds fans? I, I'm gonna tweet that out. My, I don't know if this is a thing. My aunt is friends with him. Oh my um, god. Get him in the chat. I Yeah, I don't know. Um, so maybe... I, <laughs> um... Have him call, like, you and, like, record the phone conversation and just be like, why? And have him explain and then just, like, hang up. I'm just going to be real with you. The only thing I associate Ben Folds with is knowing my aunt and doing the soundtrack for Over the Hedge. Like, he, I I know nothing else about this man. <laughs> All Ben's, Ben Folds he's got, is, he's got you know, a soundtrack, talk to my aunt, eat hot chip in line. He's, like, got, like, glasses and, like, a piano, I think. Yeah, so do you, Um. Okay. (laughs) Um. I always, like, put him in... Yeah, that's Ben Folds. Okay. So, I always put him in, like, the category of, like, um... Josh Groban. John Bryan. Oh. Like, it's just, like, guys that, like, look like that, that, like, play piano. You know what I mean? Our listeners know what I mean. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's just like 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 white dudes with piano. John Bryan doesn't have glasses though. I feel like I thought that John Bryan had Ben Folds' face my whole life. Does that make sense? I don't know. Our listeners will know what I'm talking about. I still know what Ben Folds looks like. So I, I and I don't think I want to know honestly. I don't. I don't want to. He looks exactly him. like how he sounds. I hope so. I because okay, wait. So because Rock in the Suburbs is a legitimate bop. I think like it, it, it's a it's a it's a pretty big banger of a song. Um, yeah, it features a speaking part by William Shatner, according to the um, Wikipedia page. Um, we love that for William Shatner. Uh, so this movie was released in the summer of two thousand six, like in the heat of the summer. Uh, it went on to gross about $340 million and $80 million budget. So that's really good. Um, do you have, like, any memories of, like, seeing this movie as a kid? Like, 
So I didn't see it in theaters, um, but my this was my little brother's first movie in a movie theater. Um, and I remember my mom buying it on DVD and us all like sitting and watching it when it came out. And we have watched this movie. I know every line to this movie because we had to watch it like every single week, like with my brother. And I feel like more so than the movie itself, I had the D, uh, like the DS game of it. Have you ever played it? No, I didn't play the DS game, but I played the um, PlayStation 2 game. Okay, I don't know if it's like a similar game, but I like the game was kind of really scary because you're just like avoiding death. Yeah, I remember <laughs> because okay, so like uh, oh no, actually you finish because I'll talk about it. I don't want to because I'm gonna go off and then we're gonna spend 20 minutes on me talking about it. So you can okay. do thing and I'll go to it. <laughs> so the DS game was basically like you like will walk into a room and then like a human will just like spray you with poison and you just like die. I remember there wasn't there like a weed whacker episode like where like Hammy I think was like avoiding like a weed whacker or like one I of think them. so um, I think so it was like it was like scary though like it used to make me really anxious. Um, I remember because this like I said came out in the summer of two thousand six, um, and that was the first summer that I went to summer camp as a kid. Or it wasn't like summer; it was like day camp basically because my mom like couldn't like leave me home alone as a nine-year-old so Mm -hmm. um i went to day camp at our local community center and um we had like five games in the video game room there Mm -hmm. and one of them was the over the hedge game um and i played it like every day that summer um i don't remember a lot about it do you remember back in 2000 like the mid 2000s like video games for these kind of movies like they would have really either like they would have scenes where it's like really shitty animation with mm-hmm. the voice actors voicing it and then they would like cut to actual scenes from the movie interwoven with the video games like they would yeah. actually like clips yeah i feel like um i had like a playstation one game of the live action uh grinch and it was like really oh, weird wow. and gross that's a and have you ever watched um Jenny Nicholson's video about the movie Beastly. No, but I probably should because I have a very weird relationship with that movie. (laughs) So there's a Beastly, like, Wii game, and it's basically just, like, clips from the movie, and you're just, like, pressing buttons to, like, get to the next clip of the movie. So it's basically the movie, but, like, choose your adventure. Yeah. I like that. Um, I actually low-key like Like, I'm going to buy that (laughs) in the year 2021. It's on on Wii, I think. Like, only Wii. I was talking um, <laughs> to my friend last night. Um, uh, uh, shout out to uh, Tarwi. Uh, like I, we were talking about like this, the weird relics of like YA adaptations that were lost in like the early 2010s. Mm-hmm. And she was like, she brought up Beastly last night. So it's weird that you're bringing it up again. Like that's the second time I've heard Beastly mentioned in 24 hours. And also she like brought up like Divergent, like, like not even yeah. like Hunger Games level, but like even like, like even lower than like fucking Hunger Games, like Divergent, Beastly, um, probably other ones I'm forgetting that just didn't start a franchise the way they thought it would. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no. like Divergent was that the one where they just like abandoned the movie, like seventy five percent of the way into the series? Yeah, and it's genuinely the funniest thing because like they they 
hopped off the ship on like the equivalent to their Breaking Dawn Part One or like mm-hmm. their Deathly Hallows Part One. They just didn't do the last one, which yeah. I think is whole, like you could have just like cut your losses and just completed it, but they yeah. decided to do it right then on your giant cliffhanger, and no one gave a shit. Like no one cared. I distinctly remember seeing the last Divergent movie uh, drunk on a tender date. And I paid like $30 for it at fucking Universal City Walk. Because um, it was like $15 per ticket. So I was mm-hmm. like, I spent $30 to see that fucking movie. And I was like, vi- I-, I was almost angry, but I got so drunk that it like felt like a fever dream. Yeah. Um, I don't think I've ever seen a Divergent movie. I've never seen like a Maze Runner movie. I feel like I miss out on a lot of those like Maybe? YA kind of good i like the maze Runner yeah i think people like those i feel like they continued making them after the ya like dystopian trend ended so i'm assuming that they're like good and successful but well, the, the last one came out i have a, like a weird association with the second one or no, the third one mm-hmm. because um it was a straight up trilogy by the way which is almost like unheard of with ya like because they usually try to like go to four or five yeah but they always but they like, like split up the last one into two yeah no but like the maze runner like they had like a legitimate beginning middle and end like trilogy mm-hmm. um but i always associate that one because i did a double feature of that and phantom thread they came out on the same day <laughs> <laughs> and i remember like i actually remember that day super fondly because i'm like honestly two bangers back to back like just just two great movies <laughs> um, isn't um the girl that played effie and skins um isn't she in those movies yeah she um is. Effie's the brunette. Kaya Skodalera. Yeah, she comes in at... I mean... She comes in and they're like, a girl. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I remember the um, the trailers for it. She's barely in the first one because she comes in pretty late. But then Mm -hmm. the second and third one, she has a pretty big role in both of those. And, um, you know, it's it's just... um, Honestly, because it was like... I loved the first movie, genuinely. But Mm -hmm. the second and third one were kind of the ones where I was like they're actually like doing some weird shit here that's ambitious and like not strictly for teenagers and i kind of admire it like it it felt like the last hurrah of the ya genre but like in a very good way um Hmm. so i liked it um and the guy that's uh that made all three of them which is cool that he got to do his whole vision for them um he's doing the new plan of the apes movies for disney so i'm actually kind of excited to see how those turn out interesting uh, so over the hedge. Um, <laughs> I, uh, so yeah, like I said, I have like I remember that the video game is a big part of my childhood, but I mm-hmm. also don't remember anything specific about it other than how creepy Hammy looked. Yeah, and there's yeah. a running gag of him because like it's a one joke in the movie where he gets hit by the boomerang. Yes, but it happens like ten times in the game. I remember that. Yeah. Um. So. Gags involving Hammy. Um, Wait, can I just real quick? Yeah. Before we move on to dissecting the ethics of bullying Hammy, um, I saw this in theaters twice, which I didn't mm-hmm. do a lot when I was a kid. But um, I remember seeing it with my mom opening weekend and loving it as a kid, as you do when you're like nine years old and you see a DreamWorks movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, then I saw it again on a field trip with my summer camp, like two weeks later. Mm-hmm. And we saw it in IMAX, uh, which Damn. was 
and then I, we saw it at the biggest IMAX in Orlando still. It's like a 70 millimeter screen. So I saw it over the head and saw 80 millimeter. Um, I can say that. <laughs> um, uh, just the way that Jeffrey Katzenberg intended. <laughs> yes. Um, and I don't know. I just, I, I'll say I have super fond memories of this movie. Um, we'll get into if it holds up or not, but I, yeah, I, I, I used to love this movie like so much. Um, I mean, it's not a bad movie at, no, in any not. way. It just falls into a lot of, um, like, 2000s tropes. Like, it's the lineal canon to have, like, the one, like, hyper character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> which is Hammy. <laughs> which, <laughs> like, I mean... Being hyper is the lineal canon. <laughs> there's some, like, legitimate, like... um funny moments though like with hammy yeah like he, he he's a bimbo like he not even a hembo he he's he like he transcends hembo like he's bimbo culture like he's just he's he's just bow he he <laughs> <laughs> but then the drafts for out of context <laughs> he he exceeds hembo and goes to bimbo no he's just bow <laughs> um no i <laughs> like there's just so much shit in this movie. Like, honestly, it's so... There's so many jokes that it's hard to keep up with all of them because it's it's not even 80 minutes. It's like an 75 uh, yeah. with credit or without credits. I love an hour and 20-minute, 15-minute movie. Yeah. Um, that... I, I mean, I don't know. Like, there's so many fucking characters and jokes. And... I remember this movie being super long as a kid. Like, I remember thinking it was, like, the longest movie when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And watching it tonight, I was like, this movie's the shortest movie that I think I yeah. ever watched as a kid. Because, like, it, like, and it's it's kind of impressive how you still kind of feel for the characters, despite not having a lot of screen time with them. Like, you don't truly yeah. invest with them but yet you care about them which I yeah they I don't like go in deep to anyone's like past or anything really other than like i mean yeah no you're right because like you get like the very basic constructs of all the characters like you you get that rj's been on his own for a while you get that burn is very protective of his family um you could probably like because like i think if, if pixar made this movie or something they would like um the, the fucking William Shatner possum and uh, Avril Lavigne's daughter. Like, you, there would be, like, a subplot about how they lost the mother, or, mm-hmm. like, um, how Vern got separated from his family, and RJ's been on his own forever, and how lonely he is. Yeah. But they don't. Like, they don't dig into any of that into this They movie. just kind of, like, like, gesture gently towards it. But the thing is, it almost works in its favor, because, like, it, 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 like, it bypasses the past, and you, uh, you truly do believe that like Vern cares about like, because like you do recognize that that's his family, mm-hmm. and like at the point of the movie when RJ is like replacing him, like it, it gets like emotional. Like I won't, I texted Kira like I'm crying over this movie, but like when, like when Hammy's all sad and like they're all like mad at each other, like it's it's sweet and it's sad and God damn it, I love these animals. <laughs> God damn it! I love these, love animals. these animals. Put that in the draft too. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, this movie also like it really had kids like thinking about like 
gentrification, deforestation, capitalism, war crimes, confronting the concept of mortality, like, all under the age of, like, (laughs) 15 years old. Everyone from birth until 15 years old was faced with, like, these. Yeah, um, okay, so, like, I put on my Letterboxd review, I said, um, this is a very uh, haunting and cerebral look at the impending doom of capitalism consumerism in america mm-hmm. um and that's not even a joke like it literally like this movie is blatantly like about consumerism yeah. like and what we're doing to wildlife but it's like painting it as a dreamworks i mean it's literally is a dreamworks movie but like with the glossy filter of a dreamworks movie um yeah and and it doesn't because i feel like a lot of um like i feel like dreamworks movies used to kind of get at this like shrek in the beginning or shrek 2 especially like i fucking love the humor in shrek 2 of um how it's like celebrity culture and stuff and like yeah um but that's like a more like direct like parody i think um but then in this one you straight up have this lady being like i don't care if this poison is against the geneva convention <laughs> like she's like committing <laughs> war crimes to get rid of these animals so that like her like wealthy suburb can like flourish yeah and like but i think my favorite scene in this movie is the scene where rj like takes them to the suburbs and is like showing them ever like how humans like care about their day and how mm-hmm. it all goes back to food like everything they do in life goes back to food yeah and like um like nice things and like glossy things and they don't do it in a way because i feel like almost like even though (laughs) i'm gonna get controversial here wally is a flawless movie but this movie criticizes humans consumption without being like fat phobic (laughs) right (laughs) like it mostly just talks on like the greed of humans and how there's like too much and humans are essentially like hoarding wealth but like wally goes into like humans are obese and that's the problem (laughs) well i this movie never does that (laughs) yeah and like i mean this is literally just a hot take just gonna get controversial i think wally's a flawless movie otherwise wally's perfect yeah i that that's always been some because like the thing is with wally like i never felt like offended by it it's just it doesn't like it's a weird choice definitely it's such a beautiful movie like it's definitely a weird choice to have that yeah no i agree um no i mean because over the hedge is literally like um uh redistribute through wealth the movie like yeah um um, rj capital uh or um socialist king really Mm -hmm. i mean like I mean, um, uh, maybe not in the beginning. Well, not in the beginning, but like just like any towards good, the uh, end, towards the end, just like any good commie, he he learns. He's like the way. he's like Robin Hood. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. he's 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 the man. Like, yeah. um, I mean, okay, so like the thing, is, like he, because I that's the thing, because like he could be very unlikable, but mm-hmm. you also understand like where he's coming from almost because it's like it's because like just you imagine like how hungry he is like it's like you you want to see the boy eat <laughs> put that in the draft too you, you want to see the boy, boy eat, eat. <laughs> um like because the very the the first second of the movie is him struggling to get food and he just can't get it yeah that's he a classic scene 
yeah yes and, and uh i feel like that's a i like the dinosaur kind of um the dinosaur grabber yeah. thing mm-hmm. i love that thing i um, feel like that's a trope within itself in solo movies is not being able to get something from a vending machine yeah <laughs> um i think that someone saying that was a close one and then immediate disaster happening is a lineal canon I think um, rabid dog playing with main character uh, like a chew toy is Lionel Cannon. I think rabies self is Lionel Cannon. Has anyone ever seen anything that has rabies? Because I haven't. I think that they made I, it up in Zillennial. I have seen a squirrel with rabies, actually. Oh, well, you live in Florida. So. Yeah, so it doesn't really count. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so anyone in the other 49 states, have you guys seen anything with rabies? <laughs> Um, I'm trying to oh, think, just like... gonna break the news right here on the pod. Just check the email while recording. I just got my um, appointment confirmation for the COVID vaccine. Damn. Cure really be Damn. essential. I'll let you guys know. Yeah, essential to what? Being a dumbass? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, like, I'm gonna get a screenshot of you saying that and then that's going to be a side by side with Arthur Fleck doing stand up <laughs> <laughs> oh my god sorry okay we were talking about something immune to what thoughtful takes <laughs> you are not it's like a picture <laughs> it's a picture of RJ the raccoon and it's like you are not immune to um to consumers <laughs> do I have your permission to make that yeah thank you that should be our merch does anyone want that let us know <laughs> yo I, you like... are not immune to consumerism I'm gonna deep fry it too I mean, wait, can I make it on the format of the Garfield? You are not immune to propaganda. Please. I, yeah, <laughs> I will. Don't worry. I, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Um, this is just a bullshit Are all raccoons already. named RJ? Um, I feel like there's always raccoons named RJ. Am I wrong? What does RJ even stand for? I don't know. RJ. I don't know. Why did Bruce Willis voice his character? And I know it's because Jim Carrey was supposed to when he left, but like oh, Bruce really? Willis is a that. choice. Yeah. Like it works, but it's a choice. I it, it this is the only one he's done, right? Like animated movie? Um, I don't think so. He's well, probably I, he has a voice. He has a voice. Like it's you know what I mean. You know. Um no no, I know. Um I'm gonna look at his resume because like i don't remember anything else he's done but that's probably just me being a dumbass um i don't think do he's... not look up rj raccoon and click on deviant art i i'm very tempted now I... <laughs> there's like mm, no um so over the head <laughs> Oh, he was okay. This doesn't really count, but he was a he did a cameo on the Lego Movie too. But um, that wasn't like a role. It was like literally like one line. I um, love that movie. Um, yeah, it's really good. Uh, <laughs> underrated sequel, I think. Um, no, this is the, other than the one cameo in Lego Movie Two. This is his only uh, 
animated movie. Interesting. Because um, he has, like, a good voice for voice acting, so... Well, can't the same be said for... Uh, I mean, I genuinely don't know, but, like, did Gary Shandling do anything else? Because, like, Gary Shandling, first of all, what a legend. Um, mm-hmm. Absolute king. Uh, R.I.P. But, like... Uh, oh my god, like, he, he voices uh, Vern perfectly. Like, just see... I, he fits the character so well. And he, uh, his voice performance is legitimately iconic. Like it's, it's so good. Um, like I, I gotta say, like I, we we talked about it before in the whole Jenny Nicholson video, and like we've talked mm-hmm. about like uh, uh, like how celebrity voice casting very much damaged the uh, the like voice actors in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. But out of a lot of other movies, I think this one feels appropriately cast for the most part. Like, yeah. everyone fits the roles really well, I think. Mostly. Yeah, the voice acting is pretty good in this. Fucking... You know what's weird? Oh, no, no, keep uh, keep going. I'm looking at something really cool. Oh, I was going to say it was Thomas Hayden Church's fucking Vern. Or no, uh, uh, wait, no. Who's the... Uh, the the Exterminator? Yeah. Does he have a name? I don't know. Uh, something. <laughs> isn't it... Wait, isn't that Vern? No, oh. Vern is the turtle. Wait, hold on. Let me look it up. Because, like... Ah. Um, let's see. Dwayne. Um, okay. Yeah, so, like, strangely, like, I, I would never have, like, picked Thomas Hayden Church as the voice for that if I read the script. Mm-hmm. But his voice just fits that character so well. Um, Allison Janney is perfect as, like, the, the scummy real estate agent lady. Like, mm-hmm everyone like, yeah just all Allison around Janney's voice like you can cast her as just like she is so talented anywhere that you put her I feel like yeah I mean like I feel like her and um Christine Baranski kind of give me this like a similar vibe where it's like you could just like put them in a role and they're like perfect like they just like fit you know yeah no I mean well I feel like there's a lot of people like that in this movie like um Eugene Levy um, yeah, I was gonna say so. Eugene Levy and Catherine O'Hara like play. Yep. Husband and wife. Do you watch it? In this, no, my family does, and they like it a lot. But it's great. Like it's so good. Lot, like that's weird. Like, did they like meet on this and we're like, we are going to be in a television show together in nine years? Um, I, I just the first of all, for anyone listening that hasn't seen Shit's Creek yet, it's so fucking good it, it's it's one of the best binges it genuinely got me through like quarantine it, it was so good yeah um but yeah i mean both um him and Catherine o'hara just to going off what you're saying um like bestie bestie vibes bestie vibes well just two actors that really fit like anything <laughs> that you make them do um william shatner is the fucking possum like yeah okay, okay king Catherine O'Hara is married to the um, just tying it back to last week she's married to the director of The Cat in the Hat because uh, he was the production designer of Beetlejuice and that's how they met wow that's how epic is that that's that's pretty goddamn epic yeah um Avril Lavigne check anyone Avril Lavigne check that was my first CD was um, let go by Avril Lavigne what is Avril Lavigne like doing um, well, people think that she died and was replaced with somebody named Melissa in, like, 
I don't know what year. Wait, what? Yeah, I think she married a member of Nickelback. Every sentence that I say is more insane. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Yeah. I love her. I think she's really cool. I, um... Oh, she divorced um she divorced the Nickelback guy in 2015. Why fans think Avril Lavigne died and was replaced by a clone named Melissa is an actual headline on theguardian.com. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Okay, like, they look identical. Like, you can't tell me that's not the same person. <laughs> like, I... That's so stupid. Okay. Um, <laughs> I might even entertain that. That's the dumbest fucking thing I've ever read. Um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I love Avril Lavigne. Um, Canadian I, queen, great. I don't really remember a lot of Avril Lavigne songs or anything. Um, complicated, skater boy, girlfriend. Okay, what do you mean to say? You got me. Do you want me to tell you I was wrong? Because I was. Okay, skater boy is maybe the Selena Bob. I just forgot that she did it. That's my bet. It's on me. I'll take the L. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> she was in um what the fuck is this? Um in the same year in two thousand six she was in Fast Food Nation directed by Richard Linklater. I have not seen that movie, but you know. And so is Bruce us. Willis. <laughs> oh wait, what? What the fuck is this cast? Like, this is definitely something that they were like, okay, in between all these people filming movies, we're just gonna, like, shoot this in between takes of other movies. Because this cast list is, like, ridiculous and, like, long as hell. Yeah, I'm looking at it now, too. And all of these people were, like, busy in 2006. So he definitely just, like, went around to, like, <laughs> different sets and were like, oh, you're in, you're in between takes? Let's just shoot this one scene for my movie about fast food. Bobby Cannavale, check. <laughs> Louise Guzman, check. <laughs> uh. Ethan Hawke, check. <laughs> Paul Giamatti, check. <laughs> Wilmer Valderrama, check. Oh my god. Wait, the fucking kid from Boyhood was in that movie. Are you kidding me? Oh, well, they were shooting it back then. Yeah. So he knew him for like two years before. So he literally was shooting this in between days. (laughs) I like how he just isn't in movies after Boyhood. Yeah, he's just vibing. He's, he's, uh, he's, legend says he's still in that canyon in Texas or whatever. (laughs) The moment does. Maybe the moment lives us or some shit. Yeah, whatever he said. Yeah, I can't remember what he said. Maybe but... the maybe the moment. Uh, you know, maybe you don't live in the moment. Maybe, the moment lives in us. I don't think he says that. I don't. He... That sounds a little bit too like. Of the course, thing... it ends with him like tripping. The the I think he at the end he says, "Um, I'm gonna become manhood." Yeah, and then it like, cuts. That happened credit. to my buddy Eric. That did happen to your buddy. (laughs) He definitely had a boyhood. (laughs) I mean, didn't everybody? (laughs) Am I right, ladies? We were all born, we were all children, and we all grew up. (laughs) That's that's how Richard Langlater pitched boyhood to studio execs. He said, 
We all had a boyhood. <laughs> now, <laughs> I don't even know how to finish the sentence. We all had a boyhood, comma, they just hand him money. Boyhood he, like, is... 12 years. <laughs> Enjoy. Boyhood is, like, a... I still think it's a great movie, but, like, I think it works even better um, if you look at it from the perspective of him being a himbo in training. Just personalityless. It literally uh, ends with him tripping and saying like a profound thing that just makes zero sense. With a girl he's never gonna talk to again. Yeah. And they just like stare off into the distance and then yeah. Like, cuts yeah. yeah. I remember seeing that in theaters when I was like fucking sixteen and like yeah. thinking, Wow, this is like the height of cinema. Like Yeah. I'm gonna have this experience. It took twelve years to me. Do you remember well, that, um, I think it was Entertainment Weekly, but there was a magazine cover where they, like, photoshopped, like, like, <laughs> him with, like, two of his younger selves on the cover? <laughs> it was horrible. <laughs> Did you like it that movie? So I haven't watched it since theaters. But, I like, I liked it at the time, but I really don't care about it anymore, just because I feel like it's something that serves its purpose, like, for people that grew up during that time, and, like, nobody else will care about it. Yeah, no, I mean, because as a time capsule, it's pretty outstanding. Um, yeah, but it like doesn't really serve any other purpose. I feel like. But does it have capsule. to? Does it? I don't know. Because like no, I, I know, but I'm like I feel like I can't judge if it's like a good movie or not. Just because, and like I don't really care to go back and watch I, it just because I'm like, okay, it worked for the time. It made me emotional when I was like about to graduate high school. But other than that, I'm like, mm. it really did come out the perfect time for like people our age, though, because like. I, I, I also, I think it came out, like, what, my sophomore, maybe junior year of high school? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's junior. Because I graduated in 2016, so... Yeah. June? Oh, you did? Yeah, 2016. Oh, I was 2015. Maybe... Maybe it came out when I was graduating high school. Hold on. Why don't yeah, I look at... Because <laughs> I'm, like, I'm doing the math in my head. Um... Do the TikToks on a pussy do cartwheels with my brain like fire on all engines to count like basic years? It's 2014. Yeah, I know it came out like fall slash like late summer of 2014. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing it like a week before I started. So I guess that was junior year. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I was so going that into been... senior year when it came out. I think this is blowing my mind. Yeah. Um. Yeah, no, I, I remember loving it. Um, but it definitely gave me a lot of false expectations on what to expect in college. Um, yeah. I did not trip out on a canyon. <laughs> it's just kind of like, I don't know. Mm, I don't know, whatever. I mean, I don't remember a lot of it. I just remember that it's like, there was like an immigrant that Patricia Arquette was like, you know, you're very smart. And then like, he was like owning a restaurant. He's like, you have inspired me to own a restaurant. That there's like (laughs) two bad scenes in that movie. Uh, One is that scene. And uh, two is the scene where the stepdad like gets angry at dinner and like fucking he goes off on a rant about like green beans and potatoes and like <laughs> fucking smashes his plate and the kids are like terrified because he's like he doesn't want to eat his veggies as a grown man and like it's 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 
I know what it's trying to say about like abusive and toxic fathers, but mm-hmm. the acting in the scenes is really funny. So yeah, I don't. Know. I feel like a lot of things that Richard Linklater does, which the majority of them are pretty good, I guess, um, is just like acting exercises. Like he's able to just like practice directing, <laughs> like with, like a, his pals. Like, Fifty-year-old man, like yeah, he could yeah, just no. literally just be like, "Hey guys, want to go make a movie?" And like he just will get like a million dollars and just do with it whatever he can. The thing is, like he um, say what you will about him though. Like I, I got to give props to him. He's not even the least bit pretentious. Like he just seems like a cool nice person oh yeah i'm not like ragging on him i'm just like it's kind of funny that like that's his like style and vibe and the thing is like he he does like weird not great movies like um oh god i i'm kind of blanking but like i remember actually everybody wants some was really good uh and i kind of want to rewatch that because i really didn't like it when it came out but i feel like i'll like adore it i just remember it being I mean, I really like baseball, so, like, I pretty much like anything that's, like, baseball-related, but, like... Yeah. It's just, like, um, guys hanging out, right? It's just dudes being dudes, but, like, yeah. it's never, like... Yeah. I don't know. It's just if fun. It's, it's like, just, fun just like, respectful dudes, like... Not even... Res- I wouldn't even say respectful. They're just stupid. Like, they're just straight-up dumb. And, like, let me tell... It's, like, literally, like, monkey and brain cinema. energy. <laughs> monkey yeah, like... Brain. Return to Monkey. <laughs> yeah, literally. Like, this is Return to Monkey, the movie. Like, I... That's what I liked. It was just, like, them vibing, and then it ends on a very sweet note. And yeah, I remember I, like, it ends with, like, them in, like, the water, right? I so love we, uh, Yeah, yeah. She's, um... Yeah, she's she has, like, very girl-next-door energy. Like, very... Mm-hmm. Um, very... Yeah, I loved it. Um, But what I was trying to say was, like, it's funny to me that he does, like, all these movies... Um like very small like they get no attention mm-hmm. kind of like bernie a great movie but it got like no attention mm-hmm. uh last flag flying decent movie got no attention whatsoever despite having like fucking brian cranston Lawrence fishburne and steve corral in it mm-hmm. and that um, came out like right after like the hype of like breaking bad right if i'm remembering correctly like a few years i remember it came out like the same weekend as ladybird i remember like seeing it in the same oh, week well. um but uh then but the thing that everyone agrees on is like before trilogy which is like i mean we did a podcast on it back mm-hmm. at uh, aok but like uh all like all three masterpieces like not even like great movies like straight up flawless films all three of them mm-hmm. like but it's also like they very much were like he's like i'm gonna practice directing actors and it's just gonna be yeah. good because they're such talented actors is he still doing the um the big ambitious one right now the uh the musical yeah he's still doing it they wasn't, shot what wasn't there an actor in that that got canceled yeah um the guy that what's his name uh he he was in everybody wants some i think what? um what's oh oh fuck i now i feel bad about just going off about how much i love that movie no um, whatever he's in a lot of good stuff but he was in glee right um, um yes now i rem- yeah i just completely forgot um yeah no because i that's why i was wondering if that movie was still going on because i'm like how I, they can't like keep filming with him anyway. i mean they're like, releasing it like 30 years from now though what if richard lingley is just like <laughs> not alive in 30 years i mean i don't want to be like morbid but like no, what? Uh, that was like one of my first thoughts because <laughs> he's like what 50 60 now like that's i, I think it's coming out in 
20 hold on let me look it up it's an amazing like it's really cool though that he's doing this it really is because i feel like i've talked about it on here before i saw it um like off broadway and it was honestly incredible um and it's about like a group of friends that like kind of like grows up and goes off into their own career fields um and like kind of like grows apart but the play is in like reverse order so it starts with them like grown apart and it goes back to like when they first met like the night that they all first met um so he's shooting it in reverse order like so that the actors get old with the movie that's gonna be if they can pull it off it's gonna be yeah incredible like yeah I mean, that's like, I mean, again, I, I already talked about how much I, I still love Boyhood. The A24 teens were all going to be, like, it's a, it's a Blumhouse production, by the way. Um, it, <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. Um, well, yeah, Jason Blumhouse did Whiplash and stuff, so they have, like, some yeah. stuff under their belt like that. Yeah, but... it's it's Blake Jenner, Be- Beanie Feldstein, and Ben Platt, which I don't like Ben Platt, but whatever. I'm excited Wait, for this. Wait, is Blake Jenner the guy that got canceled? Mm-hmm. Wait, yeah, he's still he in was... it? I mean... They've shot like five scenes of it or something already, but well, just don't just recast. I mean, there's like... there's no news about it, like <laughs> like nobody knows what's going on with it. So like, I don't know, like who knows what's going on with it if he's even still in it. Like there's there hasn't like I don't know. <laughs> Like, it hasn't I, been like, oh, like, they filmed this many scenes, like, they're out at this location, because they literally just get together, like, twice a year to, like, film this movie. Yeah. Um, um Yeah, I don't know. I mean, hopefully they don't, they just recast, maybe? Like, because I, 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 like, I feel like even 30 years from now, they'll be kind of, like, icky, but, like, yeah. uh, who knows? Um, so, Over the Hedge. Uh <laughs> Yeah. Um, I mean, oh, it's coming I, out. Sorry, um, really quick, it's coming out twenty thirty nine. I think essentially it'll be done filming, or like, if I'm doing a, math right, I don't think I'm doing math right. It's gonna be at the twenty forty Sundance Film Festival. Oh God, I'm gonna off myself. I swear to God, I'm gonna do it. I. <laughs> I like I literally hate my I like really I, I be forty for <laughs> Stop Girls I'm we not... gotta girls no. we gotta keep hanging on until we see Merrily We Roll Along <laughs> the film adaptation. <laughs> what if it just fucking sucks? I don't wanna say it, but what if it just sucks? Like what if it's really bad? <laughs> did did you I don't know why I'm thinking about this right now. It's just it's completely <laughs> off topic, but I just started like laughing about it because I thought Are, about have it. we not been off topic for the past <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's even off topic for what we're off topic about already. Like it's yeah. Did you see Chet Hanks's like last Instagram story? I do not follow Chet Hanks on Instagram. It's... I try to keep my life completely separate from Chet Hanks. <laughs> he is my favorite himbo. I like <laughs> I think he's genuinely the funniest man alive. And I and I admire him so much because I don't know if it's a bit or not. I at this point and I don't want to know I just want him to keep doing whatever he's doing but he he posted a f- <laughs> can't even say it without laughing he what? posted a picture at the gym of him like flexing in front of like weights 
and the caption was just the real pandemic is ignorance in America. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just... <laughs> that's the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life. And there's like not like no nothing ironic about it. Just he's just like fucking posing in front of the like the weights, like the mirror in front of the gym. Like just Oh my god. I I think about it like ten times a day and it makes me laugh every time I think about it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, <laughs> replace Chet Hanks's face with like RJ. The real <laughs> pandemic is, of is consumerism. <laughs> yeah, the real pandemic is uh, suburban life. You know that all of these humans would be like anti-vaxxers, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, like Gladys yeah. is like patient zero. Yeah, she's um definitely at the Karens and the videos that you see on Twitter and shit. Like yeah, yeah. Um, I think <laughs> we uh, just deep sigh and move on past the Gladys character. We we just don't have the energy for it. Um, <laughs> we deal with them in real life. Maybe the real pandemic is <laughs> middle-aged white women. Maybe the real pandemic. Eh, maybe the real pandemic is my yee-yee-ass haircut. <laughs> you good? No. Every time I say something funny, Kurt's like leans over. Like, she just falls. She's just falling to the floor. Wait, can we discuss, um... <laughs> you good? <laughs> Citizen Kane reference check. When the fucking possum is dying and he's like, Rosebud. Okay, I didn't notice that until, like, now, obviously, because, like, I haven't watched this since I was, like, younger, mm-hmm. and, um, that's so fucking funny mm-hmm. that, that he, like, quotes Citizen Kane as he's dying. And the fucking cat, uh, uh, does, uh, Marlon Brando on the waterfront. Streetcar Stella! Oh, I thought it was on the waterfront. No, I would know. I, I'm, I'm a film student. I, Kira Koffer, uh, stand of Sir Marlon Brando, would know such a thing. And you, Adam, would not. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, okay, so Streetcar Named Desire. Um, Yeah, I... How do you feel about Streetcar Named Desire? Just kidding, don't go into it. Okay, keep going. I literally don't think I've seen it. Yeah, me either. Oh, cool. Well... But we have seen, seen on the waterfront though. <laughs> Good movie. Um, I on saw the waterfront, the... over the hedge. What is this? Uh, <laughs> a series? <laughs> Just That's telling us where Arthur you're Fleck going. Meme. Arthur Fleck at the stadium. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? <laughs> what is this? Some kind of film series? <laughs> Just telling us where you're going. <laughs> what are we? Some kind of Suicide Squad? <laughs> That happened to my buddy Eric. (laughs) (laughs) We're just going to really quick take a break for a word from some of our sponsors. Thanks, guys. Can we rename this podcast into just brain rot the podcast? (laughs) 
<laughs> just two dumb bitches laughing for nonstop over, over their mics. Exactly. Oh my god. It's just the most chaotic. I don't think it's the most chaotic episode we've done, but it's maybe just the most pure brain rot episode we've ever done. Like, yeah. Uh, like for no reason either. Like this movie does. Like this movie gives us a lot of content, but we're not even memeing on the movie. Like, I think I'm just like tired. Like I'm just yeah. Same. The movie's my my entire take on the movie is that it's good and occasionally funny. Mm-hmm. Um, it has a lot of zillennial tropes, like cars flipping over in slow motion. <laughs> and making eye contact with somebody that's about to get, like, smashed to pieces by the car. Um, the very hyper character getting a piece of sweets, mm-hmm. and then therefore he can run super fast. Mm-hmm. Um, annoying fucking kid characters that just have squeaky-ass voices. Uh... Mm-hmm. uh I don't know. I mean, I feel like it has the Toy Story trope, and it's just stuck-up leader can't handle cool dude coming into group and being the cool guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, Is this movie about toxic masculinity, guys? Let's dissect it. <laughs> it's about how consumerism is what truly breeds masculinity, toxic masculinity in America, and how the only way we can come together is to stop consuming so much. Exactly. Maybe over the hedge is like the most important text of our generation. <laughs> we were reading just... theory. Just watch over the head. Put down Karl Marx and just watch over the head. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, do you remember that like meme that was like the copy pasta where it's like, it's like, okay, girls, ready for your singing lesson? And it's like Madonna gulped, Cher swallowed hard, they trembled. It like it was just like all these like vocalists like iconic vocalists that were like like <laughs> they were like yes miss carly ray jefferson <laughs> like she like taught them all <laughs> like <laughs> he just ripped off his headphones <laughs> i love when i have to like describe memes on because i never know what to say uh... but uh, what i'm trying to say is it's like it's like rj is like talking to all like like the theorists, like all like like thinkers, and he's like ready for your lesson on consumerism. I'm trying really hard not to laugh. I know I see it. He's like he's like biting and chewing on his lips and like swallowing them. Like he's just like consuming his own mouth. I because I know if I laugh I won't be able to stop laughing. So I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> Boys, we're going to pull out the Lightning McQueen fidget spinner for this one. I was uh, just going to ask, where is it? Like, okay, good. He has a Lightning uh, McQueen Oh boy, Lightning McQueen fidget spinner. We're really in it now. The Lightning McQueen, <laughs> like, it's not even a fidget spinner. It's just like essentially a Hot Wheels car, and it's Lightning oh, McQueen, but he's in the Dynaco blue paint. Oh yeah, I, I feel like I haven't uh, described it enough. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's literally, it's just a Lightning McQueen. Like, if you have seen a car's toy before, it's just that. It's, it's a car. <laughs> I'm just, I'm I'm just, like, swerving his wheels like a fit spinner. Like, I'm just like, yeah. yeah. Um, did I say on the pod, or did I say it off the pod, what I was going to send to you for Christmas? The Lightning McQueen toy. My brain okay. is... Gone. Maybe I've said it before, so sorry to the listeners, but I was going to send you um, 
So, like, they have, like, all those, like, Cars toys where it's, like, just every single car that is in the Cars universe. Mm. Um, And there was one that was limited edition. I think it was when, like, Cars 3 came out for some reason. But it was, like, a birthday Lightning McQueen. But it was literally just Lightning McQueen. And it was just, like, a big glob of, like, white frosting, like, on, like, his windshield and, like, over the top. And it, like, has sprinkles on it. And I understand why they put sprinkles on it. Because <laughs> it looks a little bit like I'm not gonna say it out loud, but um Come. Yeah. <laughs> like um Come. Come? But I just thought it was the funniest thing ever, but it was like twenty dollars for something that was like originally like probably like seven dollars. So I was like, I'm not gonna give the people that are selling this the satisfaction of like my extra money. Even for the bit, she yeah, yeah no. um, I <laughs> I just thought it would be hilarious if that just showed up at your door Can, like unexplained one day. I would I would literally like just die like just yeah. on the spot. I I want you to have that, and I want to have the Jay Limo one, like the Jay Leno. Uh... I want to get you a life size Jay Limo. Like I just I like I want that to be your car. <laughs> a car with Jay Leno's face on the front. <laughs> What's the Charlie XCX song that's like about uh, cars? Vroom vroom. Yeah, vroom vroom. Um, okay, literally, um, I'm wearing the shirt today. I'm wearing Charlie XCX merch, and um, <laughs> it looks like I know a lot about cars. Just fucking has a Ferrari on her car. Or yeah. On a, uh, Ferrari on her car. Ferrari on her shirt. Yeah. And um, okay, what I was gonna say was, do a J Limo fan cam with a vroom vroom playing over it. Oh, I will absolutely do that. Thank you. The five seconds he's in the car is moving. Yeah. Um, also, send me a picture of that Lightning McQueen toy, and I'll just want to. I'll caption it on the meme and say, uh, "Friday's got me like." <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the real pandemic is. <laughs> Maybe. The... <laughs> uh... <laughs> A picture of uh, this fucking skunk in this movie with her bangs. Maybe the real pandemic is my fuck-ass Bob. (laughs) I relate to her. And I think it's really funny that they... Because, like, every Zillennial movie has to have, like, a makeover scene. Um, But it's, like, on a skunk. Well, I like in this movie, they treat it like it's an ER session. I thought it was genuinely funny. Yeah, because they were like putting a cork up her butt. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Um. And honestly, no, if I say it, I'll just. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> but. <laughs> <laughs> she just like looked at me for five seconds and she was like, don't. <laughs> I'm literally looking at the. Um... The Lightning McQueen, uh, it's called the Cupcake Lightning McQueen. What did they say on Twitter? If if I speak now, I won't, (laughs) I won't be able to take it back, so I just won't say anything. But all my boys know what I'm thinking, and my girls too, my girlies too. (laughs) The girls, gays, and theys of the Zillennial County. I literally, like, I 
I've had such smooth brain vibes this past like. Yeah, Adam, you're laughing a lot this week. I'm, and you're not even zooted. I'm literally, well. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> you didn't mention it, so just assume not. I mean, I, I um, smirked uh, like <laughs> three hours ago, and I, um, <laughs> I, While I don't. While you were watching Over the Head? A little bit before. Okay. Um, and... So you heard it here first, folks. Adam watched Over the Head Zooted tonight. <laughs> <laughs> it's that meme from We're the Millers. Uh, wait, you guys are watching Over the Hedge, not Zooted? <laughs> I hate this because every <laughs> single thing that we say is followed by... It's like that meme where... Like, are you kidding me? We can't speak like normal people. Like, our brains are really just broken that much. What are we, some kind of normal people 2020? <laughs> Sorry. Um, that one didn't land. And Sorry, yet I haven't laughed. watched it yet. I and yet you laughed. Yet. And yet I haven't you watched laughed. it. Okay. <sighs> I sent you the picture of the um, frosting cupcake Lady McQueen, by the way. Oh. Hold I'll on, post maybe. a picture of it on the Twitter, which every time I say that I will, <laughs> Wait, I never this, do. This first one, the Spirit Halloween uh, Lightning McQueen costume. Yeah, that's a good one. That little boy did not want to... <laughs> Wait, Wait, I need fucking... everybody to look up um, Lightning this McQueen. Fucking... <laughs> <laughs> look up <laughs> look up Lightning McQueen no. Spirit Halloween Wait, costume. No, wait. I feel like you even undersold how funny this is. Hold on. Because, like... <laughs> My my man is covered in cum. Like he. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I know. No, like, like I know. I you you described it fine, but it's you have to see it to truly like. Adam. Appreciate it, Adam. What? The Lightning McQueen thing that you're holding as a fidget spinner is selling for hundred twenty one dollars on eBay right now. The the Dynaco blue. Yes. Like, sealed in box, but, like, it's selling for $121. I have, like, a lot of cars memorabilia for some fucking reason. Um, oh, fuck. I've yeah. literally had this thing since, like, 2006. Like, I've... Yeah, I mean, it definitely, like, went down in value, but, like... <laughs> I'm imagining, like, a uh, car stand, like, seeing me use it as a fidget spinner. He's just, like, fucking raging. <laughs> He's just, like, he can't keep getting away with it! <laughs> Somebody's selling a collection of 16 Cars toys for um, $250. Um, so, my birthday's coming off in October. So if any <laughs> yeah, it's coming up. Patre- <laughs> Patreon subscribers. Uh, if you want to get me my perfect birthday gift, you might as well just pitch in now. How much is it, did you say? Which one? The, the, the cupcake co- one? No, the, no, no. The, oh, the, the full co- one is like $250. Like the collection. We can pull that off. Yeah. Maybe yeah. one day. Maybe. Um, I'm just looking at these cupcake ones now. That's going to be all of my... Um, my emails from eBay is going to be this fucking cupcake lighting between. Do you ever think about how much like shit you have in your room that actually is like worth something? Yeah, actually. Because... Um, all day long today, I'm not going to go into detail, but, um, I need money. (laughs) And I was, like, looking up, um, like, what I can, like, sell. And I actually have a 
I have like two records that are like so rare that I don't even I can't even find a way to figure out what they're worth. I have a rare like Hedwig and the Angry Inch vinyl, and then I have a vinyl that um is a covers album by the band that backed up the Hedwig and the Angry Inch revival. And it has like Michael C. Hall on one of the tracks and stuff. And like both were limited records for day releases. The original cast recording, I think there was only like 4,000 of them. And I got like one of the last ones that was at the theater where Hedwig was at. Mm-hmm. And then um, the covers album was like one of like barely anything. So. I'm like, I can't find any information on these. I know that there's one Hedwig album for sale right now for like 150 bucks, but that's like sealed and like in mint condition. So I'm like, if anyone wants to give me like 60 bucks for this album, that'd be cool. I could use it to like pay like Dr. Copex. I, <laughs> I love America. <laughs> maybe RJ was right, guys. Maybe we should really. Yeah. Think about America for a bit. Somebody um, should buy my vinyl so I could like pay my copay tomorrow. Should I go on eBay and see how much this fucking Lightning McQueen would sell? Yeah, well, I mean, do it after. Do it after. We've done enough bullshit on this podcast. I, I was going to do it live on pod. I was just. I also have a Hateful Eight pop figure. I, I have. um. I'm so old. mad. I sold my Bernie Sanders pop figure like two months before he announced that he was running for president again for shame yeah i had a bernie sanders pop figure sorry guys i was like a freshman in college (laughs) i um i worked for bernie in 2016 and i have a uh bernie teddy bear really yeah that's so cute next time we record i'll have him with me okay thanks he's just just a little he's got the glass it's so cute guys Um, let us know the weird things you have in your house if I speak now. <laughs> Listeners, we want to know. What's worth money in your house that you wouldn't think would be worth money? What about this? I have a cup. from. <laughs> I use it to keep all my pens and it's kind of bent. But I have a cup from the release of Popstar. I was oh, one of the shit. first people of the public to see it. Just so solid have... money would kill for that. Yeah, I have this cup. I also have like a like a can koozie or whatever, um, somewhere. I don't know where it is. Uh, what other weird things do we have? Are we just trying to not talk about Over the Hedge because it's like an okay movie? You know what? I think RJ. This is what he's talking about. Like just things we don't need yet we we consume. Yet we keep them. them. Yet we keep them. Um. So I guess maybe that's the real political commentary here. It's. Us, we we watched this movie, but we didn't really internalize this movie. We didn't mm-hmm. um, take away its messages. Like. Yeah, you know what I've been thinking over the past few months. What? Um, like okay, cans of cheese that you like squeeze out like whipped cream. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that those exist in real life. Mm-hmm. However. Why are they always, like, they can't be common enough to, like, always be the go-to for, like, like, it's always, like, if, like, somebody time travels and they, like, come from the past to the future, they're, like, there's spray cheese now? Like, you can spray cheese, or it's always, like, if there's, like, 
like a person who's like bougie and they like meet somebody who's like middle class <laughs> like they're like cheese can come out of a can like I feel like that's always the go-to like I know there's like spray cheese in this movie I think Hammy like sprays it into his mouth and it like comes out of his nose no, yeah that, that's a that was a classic on the Nickelodeon TV spots for this movie. Yeah, yeah yeah which we'll we'll come back to the Nickelodeon TV spots but spray cheese what's the thoughts on that have you had like, it? Uh, have you not? I think I've had it like once or twice, but like it can't be common enough to be like. I I feel like sprayed cheese was like, much like this movie, it's a relic of like mid two thousands. Like mm-hmm. I don't, I I well, don't earlier, think I had even though because like Goofy movie, right? Right. Yeah. Cheddar. Cheddar. Yeah. The yeah, cheddar. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, uh, no, I, I don't know when it was invented or anything. I think probably, like, the 80s, probably, but, like, uh, because there's, like, nothing stopping them. It's not like Also, the latest I've heard of it is, like, 17 again, I think. Because I remember he's, like, I'm so hungry all the time, and he's, like, putting, like, spray cheese on, like, a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Should we do that soon? I want to watch that. Yes, absolutely. Okay. We'll talk about it off pop, but like I want to do that very soon. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> no, because like it, it's on. It, they just put it on Netflix, and it's tr- apparently. I don't believe anything they say is trending on Netflix because it, no. it's always like, um, like Charlotte's Web two thousand six. Like really, like, yeah, it's trending. Nobody, like, yeah, yeah. Um, but it, it apparently is trending, and um, I've seen people on Twitter talk about it again, and I'm like, it's a good movie. I remember. I haven't seen it since. Uh, I, I didn't see it in theaters, but I saw it on DVD. I haven't seen it since, like, the night I bought it, but, like, mm-hmm. I liked it a lot when it came out. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I want to watch it. Um, uh, oh, yeah, so, Spray Cheese. Uh, I was trying to remember how we got to the 17 yeah. again. Um, I, well, I was a gross child, so I pro- I did like it when I was younger, mm-hmm. but the idea I mean, I, yeah. of eating it now kind of repulses me. <laughs> I just think that, like... Like, I love, like, fake cheese. Like, I love when you get, like, cheese fries or something at, like, a stadium, and it's, like, obviously well, fake, or, like, cheese fries a, from, like, Sonic or whatever. That's a little different, though, because it's, like, at least, like, warm and, like, somewhat, like... Yeah, yeah. But, or, like, those little things um, where it's, like, you have, like, the red plastic stick, and it comes with, like, the saltine crackers, and you, like, spread the fake cheese on it. Do you know what I mean? Like, in, like, your lunchbox. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah, But there's no reason why cheese should be, like, like, aerosol can. (laughs) Like, there's no reason for that. Um, I just remember, as a kid, I used to like spray them on cheese or not cheese it's uh ritz crackers mm-hmm. and then like eat them a little bit yeah and um yeah that's like literally all i did with them or like bagel bites i put them on bagel bites sometimes but like yeah. that's it um yeah. and i did that because as a kid i had truly bad taste in food um and i i can't imagine buying and uh also consuming canned cheese i'm cool with like processed cheese it's fine like Mm -hmm. i i've been to basketball games where i've eaten nachos it's fine but like oh my god fake nacho cheese that's like all i want right now it it hits different when you're at a sports arena it really does like or like the movies the because okay so like um at amc i don't love 
They're, the cheese is good, but the chips they give with the nachos at AMC is not, I don't think. I don't think I've gotten nachos at an AMC. It's not great, but like, um, the thing is, though, I usually, my go-to snack at AMC, if I'm not getting popcorn, is pretzel bites. Absolutely not. I knew that you were going to say that. Absolutely not. Disgusting. Why? Horrible. Why? The worst things I've ever tasted. At AMC? Yes. I think it might just be your bust, dusty ass at no, AMC. No, if Erin's listening right now, she just gagged. <laughs> no. You guys go to the same AMC. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's probably just your AMC that's run by, like, two-year-olds. They put the butter oil, like, the popcorn oil on the pretzel bites. Not in mine. Okay, well, they did that at ours. Is that That's what I'm past? saying. It's okay. just your it's just okay. your busty-ass one. That's well, all I'm saying. Okay, like, I don't, like, I've been so scarred by that i'm not gonna try them again like i mine all they do is they just um it's just the pretzel bites and they salt it and uh mm-hmm. they serve it with whatever dip you want but i always go for the cheese and it's delicious like i um, feel like amc yeah. food ever since eating that and like they just built like a dine-in amc like kind of close to us which they built it like a year ago so like i was able to go to the movies there a few times but um I, um, I, like, refuse to eat food at AMC, like, all because of the pretzel bites. Like, I just have this, like, weird, like, idea in my head that, like, oh, okay, all their food is, like, cooked in the popcorn oil. <laughs> I... <laughs> Which I know is not true, but, like, I've well... been scarred by those pretzel bites, and I hate the smell of, like, when you're sitting in the movies and somebody just has, like, a fucking flatbread pizza. Like, I, I hate that smell when it's just, like, in the movie theater. I used to work at AMC when I was a teenager and we um, we had like on my night of initi- initiation we like it was the gross night of my life because they made us eat like everything off the menu to like try it. Mm-hmm. So I had like their fucking hot dogs, their flatbreads, their chicken tenders, their fries, everything like back to back. And I felt like I was going to die because it was the, it was so fucking gross. Um, and Fun fact, I guess. I don't know if I'm telling AMC secrets, but I also don't give a fuck. Um, uh, the fries they sell with whatever you buy fries with, it's the same fries from Arby's. They buy them from the oh, same Oh, shit. The curly um, fries? Yeah, the curly fries. Oh, wow. Okay. Same exact fries from Arby's. I think Arby's seasons them differently, but mm-hmm. um, same potatoes and whatever company they both get them from, it's the same place. So Interesting. I'm the informant. I'm I'm really just giving the people the information they deserve to know. Um, yeah, I my favorite movie theater. Like, I only get movie theater nachos if there's like a very small, like privately owned movie theater, like a town away from me that I used to go to as a kid, and like it's like the tickets are still like five dollars on Tuesdays or whatever. Um, and I will only get like ices and like nachos there because. Excuse me. They never raised their concession prices ever, ever since like I was a kid. So like literally for twenty bucks you could get like a jumbo popcorn, which is like free refills, two large ices, um, a box of candy, and like nachos. And those are like it's just like shitty like tortilla chips with like the fake hot cheese. And I'm like, wow, this is the height of luxury. Well, <laughs> because like- it was only like four dollars. <laughs> That's why I like my little art house theater here in Orlando because it's like an, it's as equally a restaurant and bar as it is like a uh, movie theater because like outside of the, uh, uh, it's really for anyone in Orlando it's the Enzion Theater, 
but like you you can go to the theater and it's a dine-in theater but when you go outside there's a whole section that's actually a restaurant and bar Mm -hmm. where they have like amazing food like genuinely Mm -hmm. and every time i go there i have like a crisis deciding what i'm going to order because like their chicken tenders are fucking amazing um their nachos slap their popcorn and if you're a member you get free popcorn every time you go uh they have like an unlimited alcohol selection menu like i get hammered every time i go it's (laughs) gen (laughs) um uh, friend of the pod, Zach uh, Perry, he got me completely hammered when I saw the farewell, and I was like sobbing drunk. Damn. He got me drunk on Sam Adams. I, uh, I think I forgot my glasses when I went to go see the farewell, and I was like, oh, like I'll be fine. And then I realized it was all subtitles, so I think yeah. I just like started like falling asleep because my eyes couldn't focus on the. It was also like super late at night, but my eyes just couldn't focus on the subtitles, and I just like fell asleep. It's a beautiful movie, but um, not one that I wish I got drunk during. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wish I, like, watched it, but, um, like, I I saw, it sounds, like, so shitty, but, like, I'm, like, I saw enough of it to be, like, I don't really need to watch it again, but also I wasn't, like, affected by it because I, like, missed most of the movie, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Well, I, doesn't this go back to our conversation last week about how you wrote... No, I, okay, I'm not saying you're writing off the farewell. No, like, I'm not or... writing it off. I'm just like, you know, when you like feel like you like rewatch something too soon because you're like, I remember a lot of this, so I don't feel like I need to watch it right now. Like, I feel like I don't know at what point I'll be like, yeah, I'll rewatch the farewell and see what I'm like missing out on. Not even being like it's like good or bad, but being like, that's me you know. with um, Ad Astra. That mm-hmm. I feel like so many of our friends, like mutual friends, like love that movie. Mm-hmm. And have you even seen it like once yeah i honestly i liked it but it's another one where i'm like well not necessarily the same situation like there are movies where like i see it once and i'm like that's amazing and then i'm like i can't think of a time that i'll want to rewatch that i okay so like the night that i saw it it was the night that i broke not the night that i did it but like a few days after i broke my ankle mm-hmm. and i was just like in excruciating pain yeah. And I, I felt gross going to the theater because I, like, I couldn't wear regular shoes that week. Because mm-hmm. my, sorry, this is gross. So if you have, like, if you don't like hearing about, like, busted-ass ankles, just, like, skip forward <laughs> a little bit. Um, but, like, my ankle was, like, swollen. So, like, I couldn't mm-hmm. put on my shoes. So I was wearing Crocs to the theaters mm-hmm. at Seattle Astra. And I also had, like, all bandaged up. So just, like, it looked gross, like, bandaged up ankle with in crocs. crocs in crocs yeah and um but i was also like legitimately uncomfortable most of the movie and yeah. i like i watched it and i was like yeah this is a good movie cinematography is beautiful brad pitt hot and sad yeah all the making is something i would love but i just i was in so much pain the entire movie like i didn't i i didn't like vibe with it and it's there not the movie's fault. on the moon in that movie i appreciated that that movie's yeah. about consumerism too yeah yeah Love what being, if, among other things, but yeah. Yeah. What if instead of RJ the raccoon showing up, it was just sad <laughs> Brad Pitt from Ad Astra, and then like RJ the raccoon was uh, the astronaut in Ad Astra? <laughs> How would you feel about I, that, Adam? I, I would like if um, that exact movie happened, but every mm-hmm. time they like did like footage. Or they mm-hmm. showed a picture of Tommy Lee Jones. It's actually just a picture of 
RJ the raccoon. <laughs> He's Brad Pitt's dad. <laughs> but they just they just play completely straight face, and the rest of the movie is exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Um, Captain RJ the raccoon went to the space station in 2034. <laughs> He abandoned his family. <laughs> I'm imagining like RJ the raccoon having that Tommy Lee Jones monologue at the end. It's I was like, gonna say that I didn't. Like I didn't love you. <laughs> Spoilers, Adam. <laughs> Who hasn't seen Ad Astra? Most people. <laughs> I, oh, true. Maybe the real pandemic is people who haven't seen Ad Astra. Um. I was going to say that Ad Astra could be the sequel to Over the Hedge, but, like, then I was going to segue into there was supposed to be a sequel to Over the Hedge, and it was canceled. Because, oh, yeah, I was reading that. Um, Hold on. Let me go back to it. Yeah, okay. In May 2007, DreamWorks CEO Jeffrey Katzenberg said that despite the company exceeding Wall Street's expectations during the second consecutive quarter of 2007, the film would not get a sequel due to the box office performance of the film, saying it was close and almost but this movie nearly like quadrupled its budget in the box office. So that's what I'm kind of fuzzy on. Cause they yeah. said it didn't get it because of the box office performance, but the box office performance from what I'm understanding is really good. Like, cause the whole, the basic idea of like revenue and box office is like you take the budget, which is 80 million, double that 160 and then, because because of like marketing and shit, the, the rollout, distribution, everything, um, and even then, it made back that, um, and then an extra twenty million on top of that with three forty. Like mm-hmm. that seems like warranting a sequel to me, but maybe not. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. It's weird because. Um... Something like Shrek, like, I feel like it has to, like, have, like, the impact of, like, Shrek. And, um, like, um... Let me see. Because, like, something like Shrek and, like, Minions slash, like, Despicable Me were just so, like, insanely, like... Oh, wait. What? Are Minions DreamWorks? No, Minions are Illumination. No, they're Illumination. Mm. Um... Well, with, like, because we talked about it before. I forgot what episode we talked about it on. But, like, the whole, um, like, everything with Netflix right now, with DreamWorks, like, the gross shit mm-hmm. they're doing, like, it's just really bad. Um, like, they have, like, a Boss Baby TV show and, like, a fucking Spirit, the stallion show. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember what else. They have a Fast and Furious show from DreamWorks on Netflix. Um, An about, animated show? Yeah. <laughs> You didn't know about that? Um, it's Vin Diesel's literally yeah. in it for one episode. Um, it's about Vin Diesel's little cousin, who's just never mentioned in the movies, but he uh, he he's the lead character of the show. It's funny. Um, That's really cool. It's oh, do you remember Turbo? How could I forget? Yeah. Wait, <laughs> literally all of the movies that they've made have TV shows, except, except for over the... except for Prince of Egypt. <laughs> Well, and Over the Hedge. And Over the Hedge, yeah. Well, I was, that's the point I was going to, because I'm like, this movie was fairly popular, fairly liked by everybody. Like, I don't get why this is the one that they just chose not to acknowledge, like, after it came out. Like, they did video yeah. games, and that's it. Like, that's all they did. Yeah. Wait, isn't there a Chicken Run sequel coming out? 
Yeah, um, in 2022, I believe. Damn. It's a Netflix original movie now, though. Wow. Um, because uh, it, it wasn't like because of DreamWorks' thing. It was because of uh, Ardman's entire mm-hmm. involvement. Because Ardman is partnering with them for Shaun the Sheep right now. Yeah. So I guess Ardman... that was a strong relationship Ar- that they... Yo, I want a Wallace and Gromit like revival. Yeah. Ardman is really, really, really interesting because they actually, um, like, the CEOs, like, left, and they literally, like, passed the company on to, like, the employees. Isn't that really cool? Like, rather than, like, outsourcing, like, a new, like, CEO, they just, like, actually, like, supported the employees that have been working there forever. (laughs) I'm looking at Ardman's like lineup. <laughs> like I, Ardman I love, is like perfect. <laughs> I love everything they've done. Most, I mean, everything yeah. that I've seen. Like I haven't seen um, oh, the Caveman one, uh, Early Man. Uh, that one is really cute. It, it's really like it's really uh, underrated. I think Joseph Salamone loves that movie. He talks, it's really cute. Just randomly, sometimes he brings it up to me. He's like, "You should see Early Man," and I'm like, "Maybe one day, buddy, I will." Um, uh, but I love Wallace and Gromit. I love Chicken Run. I love Shaun the Sheep. Uh, oh, and I forgot they did Flushed Away, too. Uh, also, you know what's a really underrated movie that they did? Uh, Arthur mm-hmm. Christmas. Super cute movie. Like I actually haven't seen it. It's, I think it's their only like 2D animated movie. Um, not like stop motion. Um but, oh, like, like, just like regular 3D animation. Oh yeah, 3D animation. My bad. Yeah. Um, but like, uh, yeah, it's not like stop motion animation. It's just traditional animation. But it's a beautiful looking movie, and it's so sweet. Like, it's it's really funny too. Um, yeah, really good Christmas movie. Um, yeah. I, we weren't kidding. We were really going out of our way to not talk about Over the Hedge. I feel like. Um, <laughs> although I will say on the Wikipedia page for in the canceled sequel section. I just find this sentence funny. In October 2010, an article was posted on the official Over the Hedge blog. <laughs> um, I like to imagine it's it's 14 years running strong. Because um, uh, it, canonically, it says it's it was running for four years after the fact of release. Like There, there were people so invested in the, in the lore and the mechanics of the universe that they had to keep talking about it. I'm gonna look this up. She's saying this as she has like a pencil in her mouth, describing it for the listeners. Yeah. Um, Sometimes I feel like that one guy in um, Fast and Furious. That's like the dude I came who, here because like I don't remember what his name is. The dude he just like, like works on the computer. The dude is like obsessed with like he has like a he can't focus on anything other than cars. Yeah, something like that. I don't know. I'm like that when I'm like researching like over the hood. The official website. No, it's I think it's the over the wait, hold on. Over the hedge blog. The blog is for the um comic strip that it's based on. Oh. Is it still going? Mm, no, I think wow. it ended. And no, I was it's... thinking also like I was what, like... No, it's wait, it's still going because there's there's one of on January 16th about RJ getting vaccinated. Are you fucking kidding me? No. <laughs> Wait, so like the memes that we're making about um about like oh my god. 
like literally canonically like rj has the covid vaccine yeah oh my god there's one with wait there's one with him like playing there's one about trump wait hold on wait okay it's Vern and RJ. I'm putting on my glasses for this. It's Vern and RJ sitting on a couch watching TV, or sitting on a log watching TV. And Vern says, in two days, the human's wackiest president leaves office. Two days is a long time. How much more damage can he do in two days? He's shamed, cornered, and desperate with nothing to lose. <laughs> and then there's like a quote from Trump. Uh you forget he's a complete idiot. I always forget that part. Okay, so, like, this is barely about over the edge. Like, this is just, like... <laughs> um... Oh, my God, this is so fucking funny. This is really funny. Okay, Hammy's eating hot fries, like, handicapped hot fries... And they said that Andy Cap would have been last in line to get vaccinated, but he's an anti-vaxxer. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I think I was mentioning. Wait, uh, why is this so funny? So you're telling me we're just slightly more essential than an anti-science wife-beating drunk? People really, really like his hot fries, and then it, like, zooms out to show Hammy eating the hot fries. What the hell? This is, like, kind of funny. <laughs> And it's still running in the year 2021. Like, I find that to be the funniest part about it. Like, they're all, like, making commentary on Trump and a pandemic. Um, and I think that this is wild. So, one of my criticisms of the movie was, like, the animation is extremely beautiful, but I just don't like the character designs but the character designs are the same in the comic strip i think it just doesn't translate well to like 3d and i think DreamWorks humans are always just hideously ugly so um yeah i mean it kind of i think well i think that's okay though because like in this movie the humans are the bad guys so like Uh it's fine to me um that they're all like kind of just like gross looking people um but i mean i get i mean i think it's more of a dating Thing. like it's more dated than anything i don't think it's necessarily bad yeah um i don't know i mean i'm not saying you're wrong it just it didn't really bother me the same way like i look at um i was trying to think of another movie from 2006 that's an animated movie that was the same issue but i mean i think that's like the like an issue is that things that are we've talked about it in the polar express episode things that like use like the latest technology i feel like are always the first to like age badly right you know what i mean (laughs) well unless you're like james cameron or something and then it's just like galaxy brain um but yeah no i think over the hedge is like but there's also like a charm to it though like with the the datedness of it all like yeah maybe it's just me but like I, I like movies that feel like they just need to be on Nickelodeon on repeat. Like, yeah. just, like, on a loop. This is definitely... Oh, so Nickelodeon. Okay. Oh, right. Yeah, whatever you were going to say about that. So, this movie has some lines that I can't remember if they were used for, like, the initial promo or just for, like, the Nickelodeon marketing. Um, such as, let's call it Steve... Steve? Steve sounds nice. Yeah, I like Steve. I'm a lot less scared of Steve. And also, but I like the cookie. And, like, a million other lines that I'm like, 
those lines will just like randomly get like stuck in my head. We got uh, food out the wazoo. Yeah. I remember uh, that was on like an every That's commercial. a diaper, and that actually comes out of a wazoo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, they pray uh, to the food. <laughs> yeah. Um, there, I don't know. Then there are other lines that are like legit funny that I feel like are underrated. Like, I think one of the funniest parts of this whole movie is when the exterminators is like, Nancy, stop your honking. <laughs> I think that's so fucking funny. The, the, uh, like I said earlier, like Thomas Hayden Church is the voice of this dude. He, he's extremely funny in this movie. Yeah. I, I like when he's like, um, uh, uh, what they say, reptile or amphibian? I can't remember what she actually is, but like. They like, call him an amphibian, but he's a reptile. Yeah, he's like, amphibian? No. Reptile. Like, it's just, it's so <laughs> stupid the way he says it. Um, and like she's just so angry at the exterminator but he's just like he's on fucking call like he's just coming around yeah with um, like war crime level like le- weapons it's so fucking and i like how she, like he just like installs it without asking her into her yard yeah. like a fucking death like what's preventing like her kids or like a child from like running back there and it's like tripping on the wires and like killing a child yeah like, there were parts of this um where I definitely was scared of it when I was little. Um, like, a lot of, like, the, like, animal, like, like, I think there was, like, a part where they were, like, testing out, like, an animal trap or something, and it, like, cuts the head off of, like, a stuffed animal or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. But that definitely scared me as a kid, and the bear kind of scared me as a kid. I didn't like his voice. Voice by fucking Nick Nolte. Yeah, I was kind of scared of his voice when I was little. Um, and, yeah, I don't know. He just, he, he unsettled me. And also I found out by reading the Wikipedia page that the bear makes a cameo in B-movie. Does he? Yeah, during the part, um, when they are something, I, I remember the bear being in the movie. Um, I think it's during, like, the courtroom scene or something oh wow okay that's yeah i know i I keep saying galaxy brain but that's truly a galaxy brain like easter egg yeah um i can't wait for whenever we do cover b movie yeah i feel like just like cars that's one that was very formative to our relationship exactly very (laughs) in many ways even deeper than cars but we'll get there when we get there yeah. Um. I do everything else to say about this fucking movie. I mean, no. <laughs> call us. Call us about Ben Folds still though. Um. um oh, I, another thing too is getting mad at a GPS is a lineal canon. <laughs> um, having a child say, "I'll turn this car around." Like, yeah. This is still a little canon. Yeah. That's lineal yeah. Canon. Um. um. What else is a lineal canon? Uh. Oh, oh, this is a big one. Um, things that aren't food looking good to eat, like bark, like the beef, like the bee stuff on the bark looking like a nacho. Yeah. Low key, look like that shit looks good. Like, 
maybe I'm just high, but like it when looks they put the pollen good. on the yeah on the on the fucking yeah. uh, what the, was like a bark of wood or something like it looked good. Um, maybe I'm just hungry. Um, that's because it goes back to even as far as like Lion King when they're like eating the bugs. Like yeah, that that's definitely something that everyone zillennial kind of brings up. Um, but this movie makes trash look good. Like it makes like. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know. There's just something like I'm not saying I eat trash after this episode, but like um... I like love um, like raccoons and possums and like animals that people are like that's disgusting. Like I think that they should be able to like destroy my home. <laughs> I don't care. Let them. <laughs> I just think it. they're cute. I have like a I have like a possum like stuffed animal. And you um, wanna know where the only place that I could find a possum stuffed animal was? Where? <laughs> the general store of a cracker barrel. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm like, I just love possums. I think they're neat. <laughs> Every time I go to a cracker barrel, which is not often, mm-hmm. um, I think about that Facebook meme where it's like sitting on the porch right now, damn. Well, people are right. This shit ain't too bad. It's <laughs> on the fucking rocking chair. oh my god um thanks for listening do you have any thoughts to wrap up this episode adam i'm sorry i'm not gonna get zooted next week i just needed it today (laughs) um i (laughs) um yeah uh good movie not like amazing not like a huge breakthrough for zillennial cinema or anything um but I liked it then, and I still like it now. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, Hammy Nation will rise up, I guess. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, catch me tomorrow making TikTok dances to Ben Folds or something. Um, you know, rock in the suburbs TikTok dance. I think that would really take off. Do you think so? Yeah, like that would be. Yeah cute i think so or the opening song um that's like yeah, oh it's so that's such a sad song it's really sad and i just remember the ending of it being like at least i got my family of me and he's just like alone <laughs> and but like it's like but it's all like put over Damn, him trying sad. to eat food the hungry yeah, boy by himself he he's fucking Ren- he's reynolds woodcock like <gasps> The hungry boy. <laughs> what is this episode? We literally just talk in memes. Like, <laughs> talk about a character arc. Okay, you could probably listen to this entire podcast as a case study of just two people losing their minds, their ability to think, and their ability to speak, like, original thoughts. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no no further like addition to that sentence I, just I, yes no i 
I, I mentioned it earlier, I was talking to my friend Tara Wee last night, and uh, we were literally talking about, like, brain rot and soft brain vibes and how me and her both are people who, like, literally just speak in memes and can only mm-hmm. communicate like that. Um, and I, it's just funny that we talked about it last night, and now I'm having this recording now, and it's literally just proving my point further, that I'm just, my brain is completely gone. Everything's fake. Nothing's real. I was literally thinking before we started recording this, like, one of my favorite, I don't even know if it's a meme, so I never want to, like, use it as, like, a reference point, because if people haven't seen the meme, like, it would be so confusing. But have you ever seen the tweet that's, like, um, pictures of, like, like, fluffy, like, dogs, and, like, the caption is, like, my fat ass thought these were chicken nuggets? Yes. Okay, Every single time I, like, see something and, like, I mistake it for something else, I always want to be like, my fat ass thought this was... And then I'm like, nobody knows what I'm talking about. (laughs) And I would sound like the dumbest person in the whole world if I said this right now, but it's always, like, the first thing that pops into my head because I think it's so funny. Like, my fat ass thought these were chicken nuggets. My favorite version of that meme, it's like uh, a picture of like a KFC 12 count meal. And it's mm-hmm. a damn, my, and it really is, but it, the caption's like, damn, my fat ass thought this was a 12 count family meal from KFC for four, or like $13.99. <laughs> With like just a generic stock photo of it. <laughs> um, I feel like I was going to say something regarding memes oh character growth okay so we were discussing it before um the episode so i had character growth last week when i was talking about how much i liked the cat in the hat movie um new character development um i love wandavision (laughs) you guys listen to me fucking murder adam every week over him liking marvel stuff and wandavision is like incredible and i love it so go watch wandavision it's almost like Marvel has always been good and people just no. are weird. And it's different. It's annoying. weird. I'm a weirdo. I will say, though, if you call it Lynchian, I'll, like, dropkick you. I... It's not Lynchian. So and that's not even me being pretentious. It's it's so... Because, like, weird things happen, Kira. Yeah. Weird things. Just, um, just weird things. Um, heavily Lynch-inspired, I believe. Um... Mm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, I mean, do I even have to review WandaVision? Everyone knows I'm a fucking Marvel shill. Like, I'll like anything they yeah. put out. Um, uh, no, I, I love it. Um, I loved the first two episodes. I stayed up until 3 a.m. to watch it. Um, on the off I just, like, sat on my floor eating an egg sandwich watching it. And I was like, whoa. That's the most curious sentence ever. <laughs> um, if you, for some reason, want to hear me talk about it, on the AOK pod, we have a uh, new spinoff show, show called AOK in the Multiverse. And we, it's basically an excuse to have us do like a weekly recap of all these shows. And uh, we did like an hour-long episode, just like not only dissecting the two episodes, but like also what we think is going to happen and like theories mm-hmm. and like point out Easter eggs and stuff. So um I loved it, but if you want to hear, like, me just go full, like, Alex Jones on it, uh, check that out, I guess. That's a great segue to promoting your podcast. Um, I thought so. I really did. Yeah. 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 So go look up uh, AOK Podcast. 
Yeah, I mean, you don't have to listen to the regular one because me and Joey are in cahoots right now. But uh, um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I've never said cahoots like unironically before. Like, mm-hmm. um, oh, yeah. Sean just texted me two minutes ago. I just out of nowhere. Oh, yeah, I'm fully aware Ben Folds did this talk in the suburbs for Over the Hedge. Used to love that song. He changed the lyrics for Over the Hedge, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I didn't even ask him about Ben Folds. Sean's on his galaxy brain shit. He just knows. Like, he knows when to bring shit up. <laughs> um. <laughs> I just keep reading this text, and it's the funniest thing to just look over at my phone and see that. <laughs> um... Wait, I'm getting a text right now that says something about consumerism in America. That's okay. weird. Um, yeah, I, I guess you guys can, like, follow me on, uh, I mean, Twitter, I guess. I'm just oh my God, like, I'm, I'm just brain dead right now. Like, I'm literally so tired. Um, like, who am I, Kira? Like, <laughs> I, okay. Um, no, you can follow me on Twitter, uh, Adam underscore not Sandler and, uh, ALK pod. And, um, I think that's it. I'm not really anywhere else right now. So that's what you get, baby. You can find me at my home, losing my mind slowly every day as I wake up in the morning, aimless and wandering around, nothing to do. Uh, at garlic emoji on Twitter. <laughs> nice. Very cool, Kira. Very cool. Thanks. Uh, Zillennial Canon on Twitter, and I was about to say Facebook. Not Facebook. Instagram. Um, for I deactivated my Instagram, so if anyone has any funny Instagram memes to share, send it to Kira, and then she'll send it to me. You commented on... Oh, okay. Well, that's my spam. You guys, yeah. honestly, if you guys can find my spam, you can. You guys can follow my spam. Like, yeah, I'm I feel the gonna... same, but yeah, you have to I'm... find me first. <laughs> Is it still the same username that I love so much? Yeah. Then anyone that reads it will know immediately that it's you. Yeah. Um, well. Yeah. Rate and review us, Apple Podcasts. Um, yeah. Bully us on Twitter. Please, I I need to be bullied. I like maybe I would just be a better person if I was bullied. So tell us how fucking stupid this episode was, or tell us how much you loved it. Literal brain rot cinema. Just yeah. Damn. Bye guys. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>